Welcome to Season 7 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's great quotes for coaches. Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Uh, today, well, I've been telling you for the last couple of weeks that we're going to start a new, um, a new theme, a new, uh, excuse me, series uh, last week and then this week. But uh, I need to start today by saying Happy Labor Day to all of you, because uh, the episode uh, today comes out on Monday, September fourth, which is Labor Day this year, and so. Um, rather than starting my theme, uh, on a topic that I've been, I keep seeing quotes on and I've been really thinking about lately, we're going to pause that until next week. Cause today I want to talk about, um, we just touch on a little bit about Labor Day and then I'm going to give you some quotes about, uh, the concept of work and hard work. And so, um, yeah, I thought it would be appropriate. So, you know, Labor Day, it's interesting. I don't know if you've ever actually researched or looked up, you know, the concept of Labor Day, how it came about. But, you know, it's this, um, what the way, a little bit of the research I've done, an annual celebration of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It uh, start, It came along in the late 19th century, the 1880s, is when the first it was first proposed. Interesting Two different people are credited with it. One is named McGuire, M-A-M-A-G-U-I-R-E. The other is named McGuire, M-C-G-U-I-R-E. Two different people. Uh, the spelling of their name is just one letter different. And uh, yeah, kind of it's kind of interesting. And so you know, people don't know exactly which of those two guys um, came up with the idea. But it said it was labor activists pushed for a federal holiday to recognize the many contributions workers have made to America's strength, prosperity, and well-being. Uh, so uh, that's the you know what it's about. Uh, they said the first labor ho- Labor Day holiday was celebrated on Tuesday, September fifth, eighteen eighty-two, in New York City, and it started in small groups, you know, in small in cities, munici- different municipalities, and then. Uh, it became a state, uh, a state holiday. I think New York adopted it first, but Oregon actually celebrated the first one as a state. I think that's what I read. Um, and then by 1894, uh, quite a few more states, uh, more than half the states uh, in the country had um, adopted it as a holiday. And so June 28th, 1894, President Grover Cleveland signed a law making the first Monday in September of each year a national holiday. So that's the um, kind of the little bit of history on this concept of Labor Day, a day that most people have off. Uh, I always, I've always found that ironic. We're going to celebrate a day uh, about workers 
to give the give them day a day where they don't work. <laughs> but it so it totally makes sense, you know, that we give them a holiday and they don't work. Uh, it's just funny. I just found that funny. It's like the day the the times in the schools I've been at where it's at a, it's awards day, and the kids who are getting recognized for perfect attendance and they're not at the awards day <laughs> awards night. Uh, anyway, I digress. So I'm going to give you a few quotes. Uh, some you've heard, I'm sure. Uh, and uh, quite a few of these uh, come from my uh, gift book for coaches to give to their graduating senior athletes called Inspiration for the Graduate. And um, you can get that at my site, slamdunksuccess.com, or you can get it on Amazon. Um, but anyway, it's a it's been my most popular book, the one I've sold the most of, because coaches who have gotten it for their kids love it and uh, like being able to give them, just like why I wrote it, like being able to give them something a little bit more meaningful than, you know, a gift card to Target or Cabela's or whatever, wherever, Starbucks, whatever your kids are into. Uh, and so it's a, it's a meaningful gift because I took 10 team themes that, you know, we, we would use during my career as a coach throughout my career. Um, and I, I put them in the book and then talked about that theme and then uh, gave multiple quotes on that theme. And so the first one the, in the first chapter is work ethic. And so I thought it was kind of fitting for today to talk about some of those quotes. I have a couple that aren't in the book that I got as well, because I like these quotes. And um, they just didn't make it into the book. I hadn't seen them at that time. So, And I'm going to start with one that I'm sure you all know. I hear coaches beating the drum of this quote over and over again. Uh, and it's a good one. Uh, hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. And that is credited to somebody named Tim Notke. And I like, we've all, you know, all of us who coach, all of us who teach, uh, but especially in the coaching world, we like to point to the concept of working hard as being a major focus for why we accomplish what we do. And, and so, and I, so I see this, this quote a lot on Twitter and on various social media when people want, or just comments, you know, in, on, on posts, things like that. Uh, and people, because people like this idea that it's not all about talent, and I totally agree. You still have to have some talent, though, to beat the talented teams out there and the, the talented people out there. But the key is people who are talented, if they don't work hard, then they are ultimately, at some point, not going to succeed, especially in competitive environments like sports. Uh, when they run, run up against, meet up against those people who have similar talent, maybe not as much, but will work outwork them. And I've always loved that concept, especially as somebody who uh, hasn't really been somebody who can out-talent people. Uh, I've always loved the idea that, but we can all work to outwork others. So love that. Uh, and then the next few here, um, came, uh, I got them from my book. Well, of course I didn't get them from my book. I got them from elsewhere and put them in my book, 
but uh, these are are the ones you'll find in Inspiration for the Graduate. Uh, Very famous line from Vince Lombardi, uh, the former uh, Green Bay Packers uh, head football coach. The harder you work, the harder it is to surrender. And I think people all... um, you know, can relate to this concept that when you put in so much time, so much effort to prepare, to work at whatever it might be, you know, of course, he's talking about sports. He's talking about football at the time and and to his team, but he's also talking about life. When you put so much time and effort, it's not just time, it's the effort. How hard did you work? How much, how much sweat did you put into this thing? How much blood did you, you know, sometimes have to spill, um, you know, for how hard you worked to try to accomplish something? It's so much harder than surrender and say, I, I just guess, I guess I'm not just not going to achieve what it is that I'm after, you know. So I love this concept that you you got to put in that work and the, the harder you work at it, the more you'll keep going and you'll keep going to another team theme that I love perseverance. You know, you'll just keep persevering and fighting through to try to keep going based on how hard you've worked at this thing. Uh, the next one from Thomas Edison, and I've always loved this quote, opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. And so consider this concept, you know, there's opportunities all around us, right, is what he's saying. But a lot, most people miss it because he says, quote, it's dressed in overalls. What is the image that comes to you when you think of somebody dressed in overalls? Well, for when Thomas, Thomas Edison was saying this, it was so much of so many of the hardworking blue-collar people, the miners of the world, the uh, the farmers, the laborers, um, you know, building things. There's just so many of the workers who I believe Labor Day was probably really created for. The their work clothes are overalls, okay, and then and it looks like work. You know, I oh, man, it just. I don't know. There, there's this opportunity out there, but man, that's going to be a lot of hard work. And and that's such an important quote. Uh, I have had players in my programs who the word has gotten back to me at times. They they just don't want to. You know, they they they'd like to get better. They want to improve, but they just don't want to have to you know work out with us in the off season. Do some individual workouts that I I do for kids. Because, you know, you're going to do all that fundamental stuff. We'll be back after a quick break. The Coaching Conversation 2024. This podcast is 100% dedicated to leadership and leadership within the workplace coaching area. We work with companies throughout the world teaching leaders how to coach their employees. This podcast is dedicated to teaching specific strategies, frameworks, coaching models, and now artificial intelligent strategies to help leaders drive greater teamwork, collaboration, cooperation, greater attitudes, better motivation, coaching career development, just to name a few. I hope you'll check out our podcast. And so it just, um, I just think it's, it's one of those things that 
it's such a great concept that this we all there's opportunities all around us, but most people don't take advantage of them because they just look at it and go, it's just going to be too much hard work. And uh, I'm reminded of my first years uh, after moving to Montana, the principal of the school here in Livingston, Montana at the time, Tim Dunn. He had played, um, he was a very good high school uh, football player and basketball player and um, had just been, uh, oh, and a track guy as well, but he was good enough that he um, was uh, recruited to play at Montana State University and played for a couple years, then had a a career-ending injury. But I remember him talking to kids at our school uh, he often talked about sports with various kids and he was in a classroom. Uh, one of the teachers invited him to come into the classroom to talk about whatever it was. And then the kids were asking him questions and they asked about, you know, his, his football career. And they asked him about, you know, well, what do you think got you there? And, you know, how do you think you, that you made it to, uh, you know, to, um, playing in a division one college, you know, college. And he, he started telling the kids about, all the the workouts and going to school before before school to get in the weight room and then all summer long and, and doing you know sprint work and agility work and and again weight room work and then going to some you know I don't know if they had football camps but just all the different things that he was doing and he was talking the kid who asked him was an athlete at the time in in our programs and uh, the kid said oh god that, that sounds like a uh, way too much work. And he said to me, I don't know if he said to the kids, he, knowing Tim, he probably did, you know, yeah, well, and that's why, you know, our record is the way it is. I think it was a football player, a kid who was playing football at the time. Uh, and our football team was struggling. And, and he, he said something like, well, that's why we're the way we are. You know, if that's the attitude, if that's the prevailing attitude, and unfortunately it was, and uh, it all too often still is, in many programs around the country. So, uh, oh, just that story. I'd say I always loved that story, but I don't because it it's too pervasive. The attitude that uh, it's just too much work, you know, and and that's not going to get us very far if we don't, you know, get dressed in overalls and start working. So. Uh, next one comes to us from Thomas Jefferson, another one I've always loved. I'm a great believer in luck. And I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. <laughs> so, so a lot of people want to talk about luck, you know, and, you know, there's those in the world who don't believe there's such a thing as luck. Um, I, I believe in luck, you know, and, uh, but, but I totally agree with Jefferson. And, and I've always loved the theory that luck is a product of design. I don't know who first said that, but I remember hearing that early in my teaching and coaching career. Uh, that luck is a product of design, meaning you work hard, like Jefferson is saying here, to put yourself into the best position that hopefully, you know, the the breaks, the lucky breaks, the bounces kind of go your way. Uh, and think about that. I think a lot of you probably in your coaching careers, those you coach, have said or felt that way um, about your teams and maybe said that kind of thing to your teams, that you know, the, when, when somebody gets a lucky bounce, okay, was it truly a lucky bounce? I think back to the, um, the NBA playoff game probably about five, six years ago now 
when uh, the Toronto Raptors were playing, I think it was game seven. I think it was against the Philadelphia 76ers. And uh, Kawhi Leonard hit a shot from the corner that hit the rim, bounced up, hit the rim again. It kind of bounced around, kind of hung and fell in. And it was right at the buzzer or close to the buzzer at the end of the game. And that ended up propelling them to win that series and then go on to win, win the NBA championship. And people talk about how, what a lucky bounce. Okay, yes, absolutely. The way it all worked out, absolutely. But how many shots has Kawhi Leonard practiced in his career, like any NBA player? How many times has that player or has any player shot the ball in order to become the best he was capable of becoming? And so consistently worked and worked and worked so that... In that moment where he's got a tough shot to shoot and he lets it fly, it you know it has a a chance a better chance of going in than if he hadn't worked that hard at it, and that could go for any shot that someone takes. And you'll hear people say, "Oh, what a lucky shot!" Yep, a lot of times it is a lucky shot, but these players practice so hard and practice. Probably most of the shots that you see them take. I remember my hero, Dr. J, saying, you know, people talked about all of these incredible moves. He was really the first with the kind of flair and style that, and ability. To, I mean, there, was, there were some others, but Dr. J took it to a whole, not, whole new level. And then uh, that, that then players since then have been able to, you know, surpass. But I remember him being interviewed once and saying he never took a shot in a game that he hadn't practiced. He hadn't tried in practice. Well, the amazing shots that he took, that, that means he was constantly constantly practicing them. And the idea was, I never know when I'm going to be in a moment where I'm going to need to shoot the ball in this way or have to figure out a way to get the ball to the basket. I need to just try to practice any shot I can. And so I think the great ones do that kind of thing. And so, yeah, you might feel someone's lucky, but most of the time, you know, um, or you would hope at least most of the time that those who are lucky end, ended up with the luck favoring them because of all the work they had put in that led to being in that moment where the luck worked out in their favor. Uh, two more quotes. The next one from John Wooden. I did a, a series on him a couple of years ago. You'd see this quote. Uh, I'm sure I talked about this quote at that time, but it's industriousness is the most conscientious, assiduous, and inspired type of work. A willingness to an appetite for hard work must be present for success. Without it, you have nothing to build on. And so the concept that you know, not only you know, do you need to work hard, you have to be willing to work hard. You have to want to have an appetite for it. You have to want to work hard because the more you want to work hard, the, the more you will, will work hard. And that means then the more success you will have because of the work that you've done. But without that kind of willingness to and an appetite for that hard work, you really won't be have anything to build on. And so... Um, and I think this was in his uh, building block, that, that quote on industriousness on that episode that I did. Uh, I believe that's where it was. So anyway, I've always loved that quote. And finally, a quote that was not in my book, but one that I, I've had sitting on this quotes page of mine where I get so many of my quotes. Again, 
I get quotes that I read in books or hear on somewhere, uh, you know, podcast episodes or interviews or whatever. And then I, if it's that way, I put it in my phone and then I transfer it over to this quotes page. Uh, with others, it's if I see it on the internet, whatever. And so I don't remember where I found this one, but this one is from Helen Keller. And I thought it was a fitting one for uh, the episode on, on Labor Day on work, um, and also a fitting one to end this episode. She said, I long to accomplish great and noble tasks, but, is, but it is my chief duty to accomplish humble tasks as though they were great and noble. The world is moved along not only by the mighty shoves of its heroes, but also the aggregate of the tiny pushes of each honest worker. (laughs) That is so good, and it's so fitting for Labor Day. Yes, there are people who are doing these great and noble things in our world that are extremely important, and they become heroic, you know, to use her term, the mighty shoves of its heroes. Um, And so she's saying, I I like to do, I want to accomplish these big, noble things. Absolutely. But I would much rather, you know, accomplish humble tasks as though they were great and noble. You know, I'd rather do the everyday kind of quieter things in such a way that as they get done more and more and more, they become great and noble things. The world's moved along not only by those big moments, those big things that end up happening from again, as she put it, heroes, but also the aggregate of tiny pushes of each honest worker. Everybody added up. All of the quote-unquote little people, and and I don't think there is such a thing. We're all, you know, striving. We're all working toward, and and so it's even the, what can look at, be looked at as the smallest of tasks, but when we're all putting forth that effort and we're all doing that, then we can accomplish great and noble things. Well, isn't that what we're trying to teach our players? Isn't that what we're trying to teach our students? That you just keep, you just keep going and you keep working on the, the smaller, what could be considered smaller things, but the more we all work on those things, the greater they become. I've said for years to my players, you know, um, the little things are huge and then I've added, and there really are no little things. Everything is big. Uh, the quote I've done in the past from uh, Tom Brady, but it's really from so many other people, is just somebody talking about Tom Brady. Um, oh, Trent Dilfer uh, uh, on, a, uh, on the Colin Cowherd show saying this. But again, he got that from wherever it was first said. How you do small things is how you do all things. Well, Think about this concept of work. Are you putting in that hard work, that same effort on each of the little things that build to become the big things? When you do, good things are uh, on the horizon. And that's exactly what we should be looking for. Uh, And that's, I think, what the spirit of Labor Day is. It's not these giant, you know, like uh, Henry Ford creating the, the automobile. Great, great accomplishment. But it's all the people on the line who are building those things. And each person with their own, what could be looked at as maybe a menial small thing, but without any one of those, 
the the car, the automobile, is not the same, and it is diminished in some way. And so it's the aggregate of the tiny pushes of each honest worker that create that for us. Well, that's how we should all approach work. That's how we should all look at the concept that I can accomplish big things in this world. It's going to take a lot of little things, though, to get me there. So I love that idea. love that concept. And I've long loved the idea, but I had not known, I had not seen Helen Keller's words, these words, uh, about it uh, until somewhat recently. Uh, as I said, this one's been sitting in my quotes page for a while, but um can't remember when I when I found it, but oh, absolutely love this. And that's really what Labor Day is all about and hopefully what we're teaching our kids in, in our athletic realm, but in, in just the realm of life, that life should be all about. We just keep just keep pushing those small things that you think are just kind of small and menial. Just keep at it. And eventually they will build to big things. All right. Well, that wraps up today's Labor Day episode. I uh, hope you like this, uh, these quotes and this concept of, you know, of work for the day uh, um, devoted to the work of the American worker. Uh, next week, I, I'm not going to promise you because something else may come up that, that would be, you know, a better idea for that specific day, depending upon what's going on. Um, but as of right now, I think I've got a new series that will be starting next week. So uh, come back next week to find out what that's going to be. Um, the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. And we will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.